This episode on the Mesh.TV is sponsored by The Sock Factory, making quality socks in North Carolina since 1975. Producers of Crazy Compression, William Tucker, and Fit Sock, The Sock Factory has something for everyone. Find out more at thesockfactory.com. What you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Welcome to Street Circle Drive here on The Mesh, the world-famous Street Circle Drive, the world-famous top-rated show about Hickory. North Carolina. North Carolina. Just in case. Done by The Mesh. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I know that there's people listening because I watch the stats every day obsessively, but... um, Thanks for tuning in. We are here on The Mesh as usual. Hope you are checking out all the other shows on The Mesh. TheMesh.tv is our website. You can also find us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. I'm Mary Margaret. I've got McNally. Say hello. Hello. And Moose. What's up, Hickory Nuts? Hickory Nuts. Did you know that? Wait, wait. Before we even go any further, we we have a special guest here with us today. Other than me. And it's another M. It's what we do well. And uh, so we've got Moose, Mary Margaret, McNally, and Mark here today. I'm going to let McNally take the lead on this, but I think I know where you're going with the hashtag Hickory Nuts. I'd like you to pitch it in your opening of our special guest. Take it away. Perfect. Thank you very much for that wonderfully Choppy introduction scattered, to my introduction. Scattered brain. <laughs> but I like it. Got, you, know what? you know what we don't do here? Plan. All right, <laughs> All right folks. Well, it's not true. I've been here two minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You guys planned for like 120 you, seconds. How long, I mean, how long does it take, we right? Did. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Come on. Talent. That's Give yourself talent. a little credit. <laughs> Multitask. 110 <laughs> seconds. When you're, when you're pros, when you're pros, Mark, that's all it takes. That's it. <laughs> Well, that, that was probably just for my benefit. We wanted to make yeah, you, you feel like you're stepping into a world class production here, talking, so right? just you know, we wanted to make sure we put it out on, on a show for you. Uh, like I appreciate to, that. We like our guests to feel See, comfortable. You want people that don't do this all the time to think, man, there's a lot that goes into that. That's right. Yeah. They plan for like two minutes. But if they know, if they know us, not me, then they know really the bar is is low. So, <laughs> but I mean, the truth is, we are all about the learning because our our producer today is the intern in there. Oh, Elijah Moon's back at the home again hey hey like he can't speak we don't give him a microphone or yeah we're not he crazy an he is an intern let's not get out of control we want him to feel like you have to work That's hard right. to become one of the talent yes. yeah. an intern can you get like a government grant for that or something yes. talent yes. is such a loose term around here <laughs> with all that said we are pleased to welcome mark seaman general manager of your hickory crawdads approaching baseball season although i'm sure you feel like that right when baseball season ends that you're fast approaching <laughs> the next baseball never season. ends so we we really appreciate you uh taking the time to be here and i'm what mary margaret was alluding to earlier with the hickory nuts i've kind of laughed at this and come so i did not know that's what hickory what i would have thought were like hickoryites or hickory uns hickoryans well, hickoryans kind of that sounds too. appropriate <laughs> yeah you know probably not but so we're we're hickory nuts. I think that you guys should have a special day where the crawdads become the hickory nuts for a day. New Jersey's everything. The Charlotte Knights did one with 
something crazy. It was like did a Spanish. Well, and they did a, like a uh, bacon one or something crazy. That was um, what, what? a team up north did a bacon one. I can't think of the name of the team off top. Yeah, they well, I'm just saying bacon, we have the opportunity bacon here. Strips yep. Bacon I mean, on their uniforms. Let's be honest. If crawl moms went over so well, <laughs> and that's how I we're think, starting, then I think hickory nuts is a great idea. I'm just, I'm real happy to see Mark here because I thought he passed away the way they were dragging him across the internet a couple weeks ago. You I know, mean, though, what do they say? Right? As long as they're talking about, hey, it. that's right, exactly. man. That's right. I know a little bit about marketing, <laughs> and that was phenomenal. <laughs> they, they definitely, they were talking about. Can they us. not take a joke? I Can they not realize what's going on? I don't get it at it's, all. It's Come on, Hickory Nuts, buy a shirt it. for the misses. That's yeah. a phenomenal idea. So, just as a little background, the crawdads tease us all week, saying they're going to make this big announcement. You know, and lately. With some things we're going to touch on in a minute. There's been big announcements to share from the crawdads. So, a few things going on. Right. So everybody thought this was a big deal. And we get on there and it's like Mark's in a suit in front of, <laughs> with the crawdads, with the mascots and stuff. Yeah, and I'm Conrad. watching, I'm watching and candy. I mean, and they're candy. both and out candy. there. It's a big yeah. deal. Yeah, both yeah, of them we there. had both of them. Yes. And it was. Talk about raising the bar. <laughs> it was, it was live on Facebook, like live press and, and. And he announces that they're changing their name to the Crawl Moms. And people lost their <laughs> shit. And I'm going to say that right now. On, I mean, we're going to beat that we're out. Testing you. People lost their minds on this thing. I mean, there was somebody that said they hoped Conrad had cancer. I know. How dare <laughs> wow. them? How it dare them? Bad. It was bad. It was very interesting. We got a few phone calls. <laughs> And then, obviously, I don't think any of you called. We actually, our people were answering the phone, Hickory Crawl Moms. <laughs> it had to be just a, a, one, people that can't take a joke in this over-dramatized political KC oh. world yes. we live in thinking, they're not taking away my crawdads. Yes. That's right. Yes. I mean, I guess we realized how passionate people were about it. Yeah. You know, if nobody would have noticed, we might have, you know, I'd rather have this than, like, Nobody even noticed. It's not point. even a blip on the screen. So, <laughs> and obviously, point. I think a lot of people didn't actually read the press release we put out right after that. Well, I'm making the assumption that well, people it, know or, who Marge Simpson and Peter Griffith are, and so right. they, they didn't read it, or else they would have figured maybe something's yeah. a little funny here. Or it just gives a good insight to the fan base. <laughs> well, the ones they're that called. Yeah. yeah, you can't say that, but I just did. It's a joke, people. And it was a phenomenal marketing idea. It was. We sold. Uh, we do a Valentine's Day package. Conrad will go out and That's deliver great. tickets and craw and craw. Usually crawdad shirts. We did like twenty packages this year, and ten of them requested craw mom shirts. Yeah, yes. there it is. So That's awesome. Yeah. Well, yes. see, and I got family in Louisiana, which is a whole other you know set of folks to talk about. But they always give me a hard time that what's a crawdad because they you know it's in Louisiana. Do you know what New Orleans changed their name to a couple of years ago? Oh, the the uh, baby or cake babies or the baby, baby cakes. cakes. Yeah, they're now the New Orleans baby from cakes. the Zephyrs. What were they? Yes, the, the Zephyrs. Yeah, the and now Zephyrs. they're the baby cakes. So I think you can give it right back to them. Yes. As far as names go. Yeah, exactly. Baby They cakes. got that logo with the, the actual little kid baby coming out Baby looks like he's yeah. a donut or something. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. It's interesting. Minor leagues, can, they have some... It's getting a little... They have some flexibility in there. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, and I... Uh, we actually, Moose and I were discussing it like the day that it happened because we were just watching for fun. <laughs> the comments roll in. And, and they just kept coming. coming. They did. They did. I mean, people were mad. And, and we were discussing because I used to live in Charleston and the River Dogs there who are partly owned by Bill Murray had 
at least when I lived there, had quite the reputation for some pretty extreme promotions, you know, done by their group. And I mean, I was there for no man night when they locked the doors and wouldn't let anybody in so that they could get the Guinness Book of World Records for lowest attendance. They let everybody in after the fifth inning when the attendance became, when the attendance (laughs) was official. Yeah, Yeah, but they they locked the gates and you were watching the game from the fence. They had ladders out in the parking lot and they did like a a tailgate thing in the parking lot. It was, they got a ton of publicity on that deal. And had the world record for a while, you know. And then I was also there for the Father's Day promo. I knew you were going. That's where you were headed. Yeah. I knew you were headed The Father's Day promo, which was all dads that came in there and took a little ticket. Um, If you were a dad and had your kid there with you, you got a ticket, and then they drew one at the end of the night for a free vasectomy. And it was the Father's Day special. You know they ended up canceling that. They didn't actually go through with it. No. They, they with actual procedure. such a backlash it on was it. A, it was a hot mess. It, Why did they get backlash? You know what my wife would have been like? You're going to that game. And been like, <laughs> you're taking all three of the kids three and you're getting kids. three entries. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the I, I think Charleston's a big Catholic area, uh, and I think that's where a lot of that backlash came from. And that's I think true. it was just some of the old uh, Southern stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, they had Willie Nelson out on the grass out there whenever it was. Say that again, right? right. Yes, our grass. <laughs> the, the field. And Times Bill, two on Willie there. Yeah, and Bill Murray even joked about how like that's the reason that the outfield was so green and stuff, and it was just. It's um, it, it, they do. They have that flexibility, but I was I was super pleased to see you guys taking a chance on something like that. It was I fun. Mean, we really enjoyed yeah. it. it why was, it not? Was fun to do, and we did get some pushback that we waited so long because we waited to... about five hours. Oh, oh no! I mean, and in today's world, you know, how, you know, yes, you talk about with let them stew, let them stew. I know. I mean, we talk about with phones all the time. Somebody now doesn't take yeah. you back in ten minutes. You. You know, think they fell off the face of the earth. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in the old days, you actually had to call and leave somebody a message, and it might be four days before you hear yeah. from that's them. That's right. So now, and everything's instant, and I think that's part of why, like you said, yeah, it was only five hours, but it, and that was a Friday, so we could we talked at one time about letting it go over the weekend. Oh, uh, you might have not come back to a stadium. That's what we were afraid of. The place might have been burned yeah. down. So. <laughs> We decided not to go that route. Well, I do think there's a, a hickory nut night, and then just we'll, we'll figure <laughs> oh, it out. Now, is that official or is that, no, that well, a mesh I, I'm thing? taking mine from. That's what I was told growing up. There was even like a couple of groups that were, you know, I mean, hickory nuts that were. It was just that's what I was always told we were called. But I mean, I don't know that it's necessarily written down, but nobody else has ever told me different. Yeah, and you're on the I official think, podcast for hickory, so I say yeah, now absolutely. it's official. Yes. I think that's really neat. Why not, right? I think that, that if that, I had no idea. I've never Own heard it. that before. We'll come up with some graphics. There's a shirt. Oh, you know, we'll just, when's the city's founding? Let's, let's How do we tie deep that dive. into to vasectomy night? Well, mm. well oh, I got it. Easily. I got it. <laughs> pretty easily. <laughs> Did you tie? Yeah, yes. <laughs> Tie that in. Man, you're good. Hickory no nuts. It's just, it's just oh, natural. Hey. I'm out, guys. Hey, right, exactly. It's not going to get any better than this. <laughs> well, wow, that's amazing. We, were, we had uh, you know several things to, to talk to you about, and one of them was promotions and things. Of course, we've already started heading down that road. So yeah. We're already planning for 2019. Yeah. Hickory nuts. I, mean, <laughs> exactly. I can't wait. Just switch it for a day. I'm telling you. That's this will right. be great. Um, so talk a little bit about, obviously we briefly touched on, it has been a busy off season, even prior to the Valentine's day, uh, promotion and change. What talk about some of the things that have gone on. You know, we've had, there's been a change in ownership, uh, and with that, and, and even pre ownership, there's been, was discussion and plans. And now they've taken place with 
some uh, upgrades to the stadium. Um, however you want to take that, maybe in the direction that maybe there's sequential or however you want to approach that. But tell us a little bit about what's been going on in the offseason for the Crawdads. Or well, moms. we just hibernated like bears. <laughs> yeah, I just woke up to come here for this. Yeah, I'm glad you shaved. That's yeah. Nice. Yeah, like, yeah. So, uh, no, we've had obviously, as you mentioned, a lot of things going on. We got the the Rangers, which a lot of people don't know, but that was in the works for about a year before that actually took place. As you can imagine, all the paperwork and legal ease and all that stuff. So, we had that take place, and then we worked out an arrangement with the city on a partnership to put in a brand new field. In fact, it's still sand right now. They're hoping to put sod down next week and then a new fence in the outfield. And it was just plywood on the lower level. And they're going to put a new fence out there with padding from, you know, player safety concern. And they're, you know, spending all that money on those guys. A guy runs through the plywood wall and breaks his leg. It's, especially with the <laughs> there Rangers. There have been some good clips of that in other yeah, stadiums. <laughs> there has been. You've seen that. So that wouldn't look too good for the Rangers. So we have that going on. Of course, the, the tornado helped us a little bit, took about half that wall down on its own. So either way, we were putting a new wall wow. on. Wow. Very. And that's then, perfect timing. Yeah, it really was. It worked that, out yeah. well. worked out well. And then we put new netting. As you know, you guys know, we have netting that covers all the seats, which we've had for 10 years. And we don't really hear anything else about it right now. So I don't know if the people that complained about not have, with having to sit behind the netting, some people complain they had to sit behind the netting. They just don't come anymore or they got used to it Uh, or what the case is. But so we'll still have the same area will be covered, but we also have removed all the, but the two end poles. Okay. So from a sightline standpoint, and I think that's going to be one of those things, you know, you look at somebody and you're like, something's different about you. And Mm -hmm. then it's, you don't know what it is. And maybe they got a haircut Mm -hmm. or different glasses or something. And I think that's going to be one of those things people aren't going to necessarily pick up. They're not going to know. I mean, you're going to see, you're going to be able to tell, I think, the field. You're going to be, obviously, the padding in the wall, you're going to notice that. You're going to notice the fences down the lines are going to be different. So all that's going to be obvious. Let me stop you real quick because I'm curious. How does one, what, what does it mean to get a new field? Like, what are you doing? Are you literally taking up just grass and stuff and then kind of tilling it? Or is it, I mean, you know what I'm saying? No, like, no, that's a good that? question. Yeah, absolutely. I don't understand. I mean, because it's enclosed, obviously. So I don't understand what it means to get right. a new field. Yeah. Well, what they did is they took the, the whole field, meaning outfield, infield, dirt, mound, plate, warning track, mm-hmm. and they went down 10 inches. Basically, just brought in oh. a, a bulldozer and just scooped 10 inches all the way around. And then they'll come back in. And they'll put new in the outfield and the infield. They'll put new sand. They'll level it out. They'll put in some some organic materials, some growth material, and then basically put a new uh, sub base and the warning track, which is gravel to help with drainage. And then they'll put just new warning track material on the warning track. Now on the field part, in the where they before they did the sand, they actually replaced a lot of the drainage. Because it hadn't been done in 25 years. A lot of those pipes were, were broken, and they had to replace that stuff. So they replaced those pipes, put new sand in. They'll come back. They'll just put sod right over top of that. They'll rebuild the mound. They'll put bring in new clay for the infield and the mound and the plate. And, and there you go. Wow. So, I mean, level it I mean, out and all that. And you just get, like anything else, like your yard, 
you know, you're mowing your yard and all of a sudden you twist your ankle in a hole that wasn't there the last time you mowed yeah. your yard because it settles. And, you know, a field's no different. A baseball field's no different than that. It settles over time. And really, you should do it about every 10 to 12 years. And this is the first time we've ever done it. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. It's never right. been done in 20. We've done the infield, but never the entire field wow. in, in 25 years. So it was definitely overdue. More it's, new Jumbotron, too, right? And we and the last thing, right. we have a new video board. And actually, just that one is like ahead of schedule. It oh. just got turned on. And uh, and right here at the end of February, got turned on, and then we actually st- our staff will start training on it on the first of March or the March whatever Monday is the fifth or whatever. So yeah, the new video board, which will this actual space square footage of it is smaller if that makes sense, but it's just one ranked rectangle and yes. it's all video. Yes. So the line score, oh, really? everything will all be in the video. Oh. Okay. So you can do um if there's a home run, the whole screen will just flash home run. I gotcha. And you have different well, sections. Beforehand you had stats on one side, you well, had player. Well, before we had the line score on the bottom. Yes. yes. And then we just had the the old video board up top. Yes. yes. Um that wasn't very clear obviously. I mean it 12 14 years old something yeah. like that. Yeah. And so it's going to it's clear, you can show we'll actually have a wireless camera. And so we'll be able to go around. We we're not going to show any game footage. And is that a rule of the... No, you can do it. Okay. We opted not to do it because of the expense involved. Yeah. Because every night you got to have three to four ca- camera operators plus somebody, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you guys know, plus somebody to actually run the show. Yeah. Yep. And so that's a lot of employee cost just to be able to show replays. Yep. So we will have a wireless yeah. camera that won't show any game footage, but like on-field promotions mm-hmm. and, you know, you can do all those things kiss cam and yeah. just things like that's that awesome. so so that part of it would be really neat and that yeah that video board it's, it's pretty neat yeah like i said when it came on it's it's bright it's i think yeah. i don't know Fresh. you know i look at it every day yeah so you know you get used to it pretty quick right. i think when people see it for the first time they're gonna be pretty impressed nice so we're i will tell you it. we drove out there um recently and and we came to see you actually and um my kids and i and we came down there and turned i mean my kids were like what happened? <laughs> because the field is just not oh, there. No, and there were gone. big mounds of stuff on it at that time. And I mean, this was a few weeks ago. And so it was like, <laughs> I mean, my kids were a little worried, you know, <laughs> they, they don't grasp that, that it was being redone. But yeah. <laughs> certainly weather's put the field behind. You know, oh, we went I to bet, that yeah. stretch. We had about two or three weeks where it was frozen. Yeah. And they couldn't do anything. And then it's just been wet. And, uh, you know, they can do some things, but there's just the yeah. point where it's just. When's home opener? April twelfth. Feeling good about yeah. having yeah. A, yeah. We actually better be ready before that because they'll be in town around That's April first and do some in practice and whatnot. We open on the road on April fifth. So yeah, yeah. If they get grass down next week, we'll be fine. Yeah. So it's close. It's it's, it's 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 interesting. It's between that and then we did the renovations back between thirteen and fourteen. You had some and new with the new suites and um, the new cafe new clubhouse. And, right. Uh, we haven't done anything with the clubhouse. Okay. What was it? It's on the list. It's a no, cafe. Um, the batting maybe I'm cage. Thinking, yeah, that's There's what I'm two batting of. cages, and we turned the old batting cage into a weight room. That's and what so, it was. And so, you know, 25 so years players old. were kind of here and there and everywhere for exactly. the bit. Yeah, I remember that. Exactly. So, it's um, with all that stuff, it, it's, it's it's interesting. It's almost like a brand new stadium. That's awesome. Yeah, that's very so cool. That's good. What's it's the? Good for oh, and with that, with the partnership on all the stuff that we've done, the Rangers. We had we originally the original lease was for 15 years. Then we had another 15 year lease which would have expired in 2022. Mm-hmm. 
and but the Rangers have added five years onto that, so now we're signed through twenty twenty seven. Nice. So, and I don't really, you know, you, you never know what's going to happen in the world, but I just don't. There's no plans, I don't think, for the Rangers to go anywhere at this point. And they're probably so. less in, easy for me to say. Probably less inclined than an individual owner or smaller ownership group that might have more of their eggs in a basket of a, a team. Exactly. That's in a situation or here like ours. I mean, why would you want to leave a rabid fan base like like the, yeah. like the Crawl Moms? Right, that's obviously. right, with the Crawl Moms. <laughs> so, oh yeah, and then their high A's in Kinston, North Carolina. And they own the they own them Down as well. East Wood Down, Ducks. The Down East Wood Ducks, that's it. And good old K-Town. That's it. So, with it being that close, you know, it, I just don't see how it. Many, how many – I've never heard of that before. You guys went through that process of the actual – parent team owning mm-hmm. their minor league franchises is that something that's somewhat regular or is it 50 50 i mean is it's, it it's um is there more small, of it there is more okay the um, the brief history of it is in the old days the major league teams owned all their all their minor oh, league okay. affiliates and they basically didn't do anything on the business side it was a place for their players to play and they sold tickets and people came great if they didn't know well and it no was like deal. the Braves and the Braves and then the Indians and the Indians exactly that type of thing. that's yeah. why all the old names were all yeah. matched up just like that exactly right then somebody you know the you know said hey you know what I make a few bucks doing this if I put a little sweat equity in it and says hey I'll tell you what the Rangers the Indians the Braves whoever I'll take that team off your hands and and then he worked it as his business. Right. And then he was able to make still money. treat this for the player development process. Yeah, still had the relationship yeah. with the big league club for the player development. And then they worked it as a business. They were able to make some money. And then that kind of snowballed to more and more teams doing that. I mean, even as late as probably the late 80s, uh-huh. I mean, you could have probably bought some minor league teams literally for as low as maybe $100,000. Wow. wow. Holy cow. Yeah. Um, I mean, so, and then, so they basically all went that direction, except for a few, most of them being the Braves, actually. Yeah. The Braves yeah. own all their own affiliates but one. <laughs> Gwinnett? Because um, the they're changing their name. They own Gwinnett. They, they are changing their name. They own the team in Rome. They own the team in Mississippi, which used to be in Greenville. Uh-huh. Um, they own, and they own, but they don't own the team in the Florida State League. Okay. I'm trying to think of what it was in. It's bounced around. It was in uh, Zebulon for a little while. It was in Lynchburg for a little bit. Um, but anyway, so they don't own that team. But there's st- now major league clubs are starting to get back into it hmm. because, again, there's a lot of the player de- way a player development agreement works is you can either sign for two years or four years, and after that time you can look around if you want to. Hmm. And so if the Rangers, for instance, in our case, say, hey, we want these upgrades for the play a uh, playing field. You know, and we say, okay, we're going to – the city's going to put in X dollars. And in the old days, not that old, but last year, the old ownership says we'll put in X dollars. And the Rangers say they'll put in X dollars, we'll do the field and all that. And then two years from now, we say, you know what, Rangers, we're going to go with somebody else. They've invested that money, and they've kind of lost their investment. Yeah. So now it's starting to swing back that direction. In fact, the Brewers just bought the team in Zebulon. The Mudcats? The Mudcats, yep. They're owned by the Brewers now. And then the team in um, – Syracuse, I believe Syracuse, the Mets just bought them, Hmm. which is an interesting situation because they still have one year left on their player development agreement with maybe Colorado, with another team, which is going to be interesting because they're basically going to have to play out this year with the Mets ownership, but with another affiliate owning the team. 
So I'm, you know, I'm sure they'll work it out, but it's an interesting dynamic. More spots for Tebow to end up at. That's, That's right. That's right. If he stay away from those sprinkler heads. Oh, <laughs> uh, so what about making Georgia? Do they still have a team? They Macon? do not. Oh, uh, the Whoopi. They used to have the Whoopi. Making Whoopi. That was a that was a <laughs> hockey team. There was a minor league team too, right? The making Braves, wasn't it? It was the making Braves. I think was the hot was the obviously first of all. all Mary Margaret doesn't care what sport it was. (laughs) I I really don't. She just wanted to put in the making Whoopi reference. I just wanted to say making Whoopi. I just wanted to say it. Making Whoopi. Somebody had a team though named Making Whoopi, right? Ice hockey. Ice hockey. Is it currently? According to Wikipedia here, from looks like they. We're in the Central Hockey League from 1996 to 2001. 2001? Yeah, maybe 2002. You might have to get a vintage shirt for that. That'd be a a good one You probably got around, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure they were. They were probably... That hockey's a tough deal. Big deal. The hockey, minor league hockey teams, they pay their players. Out of the the individual? Out of the operating, out of the business side. So that's a little bit tougher business model than minor league baseball. It's a tough get right there. It is a tough game. Especially with some of those arrangements now where they... They bring in. I mean, I guess the the parent league team would pay. They help the, them some. They may bring in a guy and say they're going to cover his salary. But the other problem you run into with hockey is you're beholden somewhat to the arena, and the arena may say, you know what, we're bringing the circus in for. A yeah, week. you're. They're never the primary tenant. No, absolutely not. And so you don't always get great dates. In fact, I think that's what's happened with the checkers. I'm sure. And that's why they left or at the what Bojangles now because yep. they left the they left the yes. Spectrum Center. Is it? Spectrum now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I was going to receive Tom, Tom Warner. Tom Warner, yeah. right? And we've, so. all, we've been through like all those with all of our venues, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Names and everything. That's right. Making Bacon. Making Bacon. Yes. Was it a baseball team? Yes. Well, they're saying that's they're another, changing the name, right? That's another great name. Yeah. Baseball team name finals announced. Making Bacon. <laughs> For making, they must be it must be a summer league team, coastal yeah. plain league. That's a summer summer wooden bat league team. College kids play in that. Nice. So it's like the, the same as Holly Springs Salamanders. Yeah, that's right. The yes. Gastonia team, the Four City team. Um, I don't know if Four City had one. All, yeah. wood, all wood bat league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah we're uh, the college players college on the loan. Yeah, yeah. The See, that's a good deal because you don't have to pay the players because they're still getting. Uh, they're they're amateur. still they're amateurs. Amateurs, yeah. Yep. So their their finalist names are the Making Soul, Making Hits, Making Heat. Making noise and making bacon. <laughs> gotta no go way making, making bacon. bacon doesn't I mean, win. Gotta go gotta, making bacon. Got to. <laughs> Four City, their stadium was actually built by the guy that owns the um, McNair. Texans. McNair. Uh, yeah, Bob McNair. He, McNair he's yeah, from, he's from there. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's a pretty nice little stadium. Yeah. So what, uh, I mean, I know you've got all these cool promotions and stuff that come out during the year. Do you have anything unique other than some... Crawl Moms uh, coming up this year, or anybody visiting. I always get excited when there's that like one really the, good. The, what's the disco night that had the White Sox that the, 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 did the, the record? Stadium. Actually, the guy that owns Charleston, <laughs> yes. Mike Veck. Yeah, he's the one that did the disco night. Yeah. Bill Veck's son, and he got fired. Got got ran out of baseball for it. Mike Veck. They had to cancel the, they had to cancel the, the second game. game of the doubleheader. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a dirty People word. Got turned, to say the least. Is it really? Yeah, not big fans, huh? I mean, he's he's kind of dangerous, you know. I mean, in yeah. the sense of that, it's, you just it's never know loose, what you're going to get. Loose cannon. Absolutely, yeah. I can yeah. see that. I yeah. can see that absolutely. So, um, in the past, um, 
And as I play the typical girl on the podcast, there was that one guy that came that played for the Braves that retired. Dale Murphy. Dale Murphy. Thank you. And he comes and he signs baseballs, and it's a big deal. I saw a grown man in tears getting a baseball signed by Dale Murphy because of the impact from that guy's generation of what he saw of Dale Murphy. Anyway, you got any video? Oh, and there's been some other cool ones. Obviously, the guy from... Duck Dynasty, maybe? We did have Mountain Man from Duck Dynasty. Mountain Man, that's right, yes. And we've had some wrestlers. Yes. Say wrestlers or wrestlers? Wrestlers. Okay, big difference. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) We had had wrestlers um, grappling out there. Oh, I like that. Yes. Um, We are still working on celebrities for this year. We've kind of run into a snag of they're not cheap. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. No matter frankly, how, how quote unquote celebrity they are, that's right. Doesn't matter, right? And you know, there's only a certain amount of money you can really recoup. Yeah. By bringing them in, and we've kind of at a point we've ran through a lot of the ones yeah. that make sense, especially local, like regional area. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Like, like a, we've looked at other Braves players, and some of those guys want a lot of money, yeah, more than we could yeah. possibly recoup. Yeah. So unless somebody comes in and says, "Hey, you know, I." The Joe's radiator, and he's a huge Dale Murphy fan. He's right. like, you know what? I'll pay the money if I can get a chance for a five minute meet and greet get with them, get dinner with them, or something. Yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. Then you know we we just can't afford to do it. Absolutely. Um, so we don't have a lot of right now celebrities planning to come in. Unfortunately, this yeah. year. What else um, you got? We got you can get us cheap just to throw it out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Circle Drive will be happy. I'll do to it for. I'll I'll do it for the colossal challenge. Colossal challenge. Yes, without. Having to pay for it. Oh, wow. We can make that happen. That's what you guys can do on opening night. You can do the podcast from out there and do the Colossal Challenge. I'm not as familiar, oh. obviously. As you don't know what the Colossal up. Challenge is? Mike, Michael McNally Could, is oh, kind of... Here we go. Yes. This is kind of his game. This is his game. <laughs> All right. So, everybody, hold your breath and be quiet. And let's let Mark tell us what the Colossal Challenge is. The Colossal Challenge... Is you get you get six outs, so it's not a timed like a. Oh, I like it. A one inning. Yes, yeah, so you get one inning. So you know, depending if you get an inning with pitching changes, you're in good shape. If you get a one, two, three inning, not so much. So it is a foot long, half pound hot dog with chili and cheese on it. It is pub chips, a hamburger, barbecue sandwich, corn dog. And what am I forgetting? Cheese sticks and onion rings. Oh, you got that. um, You got that. Put like this. All on top, all mixed together. Yes. Now, this has got your name written all over it. Six outs. I mean. No problem. I I think I could honestally. This is. I can go three up, three down. Alan, mark it down. Uh, We'll put you down. I'm so excited. If we could do this as a. Like as podcast slash promotional. Fanfare for Street Circle Drive. It would be our food oh, segment, everything. All it would be absolutely. all in one. Oh, yeah. And we would talk about the crawdads again for a second episode. What we could do is we'll just sit you at a table right there on the local. See, you do it. Also, you got to do. You can't just do it off in the corner. You do it right there in front of everybody. Sure. On the con, on the lower concourse. So we'll set you guys up a table. You'll you'll do your deal right there. And then while you're doing it. He can do in the colossal challenge. Who says we don't plan all I the mean, way around? Look at us planning right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. How many successful is this? I mean, I'm sure it's. 
been it's doing it for happened. a while. We've had uh, less than that. Is it? Yeah, less than 50-50. Because you get people that come up on a crappy inning where it's just three up, three down, yeah, and they're done. The, sometimes they, they get a quick inning, and you're like, you know that that person, guy or girl, we've had both guys and mm-hmm. girls try it. Sometimes you're like, you know, they might have had a shot if they had a little bit longer. Yeah. Then you've had some people and said, you know, they could have had – they could have taken all nine innings and they never would have put it all in. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know. I and, and the, I mean, I'm not excited about onion rings and a corn dog, but I can make it happen. And a disclaimer. Eat them first. It's typically even the ones. I already had strategies. <laughs> typically the ones that do it, they, they walk away. They know they've done it. <laughs> they feel yeah, like, oh, yeah. wow. they've done it. Yeah, so does their toilet problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's a uh, interesting. Now he's pretty used to that, though. You'll find out in our restaurant segment. There you go. Yeah. And I really appreciate you scheduling a Thursday, I mean, Thursday on my birthday, too, Mark. That was mighty not nice a of you. problem. That's, we, we had to trade a few dates, but we made it work. Yeah, sure. Looks like the making whoopies are playing. It's <laughs> May, yes. May 24th. It looks like uh, with a D with a bird on it. Who's those guys? Del Marble Shoreburn. Del, that's right. Yeah. Can't wait. So, uh, what else is going on over there? I know... Um, we really are wearing Crawl Mom's jerseys for uh, Mother's Day Mother's weekend. Day, yeah. It's perfect. I think it's great. It's a great promotion. Jersey, so, that'll be good. And, and it gives um, me... I mean, as a mom, as the only mom at the table here, I'm I'm all for it. I that's am, right. I am here for it. Yeah, I'm absolutely. all about it. Now, um, you know, I don't and know... And we're if, giving away Crawl Mom's replica jerseys. On the Saturday before Mother's Day. Excellent. Oh, that's very cool. Sign up. And and I just wanted to kind of give a, a quick heads up because I don't know that everybody quite gets. And this, we don't have to go into huge detail, but it's just another way. I know Mark's extremely involved in the community, which is fabulous. Um, and we've all had our, our um, interactions with you and stuff. But the Crawdads bring in uh, interns, per se, on some of your staff, your game day staff, right? Correct. And um, and there's a constant turnover, you know, and I feel like a lot of these interns from especially some people that I've known in the past and whatnot have gone on to, you know, some pretty big teams or are going across the country in different places. And, you know, I, I feel like if I am friends with them on social media or whatever, I see that they all have leave with like a little special part of hickory in their heart. Um, and so What's the process for getting people in there? You recruit from colleges, or do they apply? Is they it typically apply? Through? There's a website called Teamwork Online. Okay. That basically specializes in sports. Mm-hmm. Um, they have colleges. They have all sorts of things, and we'll just post it on there, and they apply, and we get them from, like you said, all over the place. Mm-hmm. We've all really. It'd be interesting. I've never really thought about it before, but I've, I'd like to know over the last 10 years or so how many different states we've had people from because we've had people from as far away as California and Oregon. Yeah. Um, you know, Catherine, who I think you guys all know. She's actually been on The Mesh before on yeah, another show that's, on, yeah. on Chick Chat. She's been gone for a little while now, but she left, went to the Knights for a little while, and now she works for the Cubs. Yeah. Um, our groundskeeper that was here previously, well, two ago, is now the guy in Birmingham, which is a double A mm-hmm. groundskeeping job, and so and the, it, that would be a neat stat. One, where did everybody come from? Yeah, I'd like to. And they all meet in Hickory, put up a, a and then where do they go? On the wall, and yeah, start pinning them. That's because I know I'm just off the top of my head. New York, and we've had Michigan. I don't Wisconsin. know. Wisconsin. We, we've had Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we've ever had anybody from the Dakotas. I'm not even sure anybody lives in the Dakotas. I've never seen many anybody from Goals there. Goals for you. Your, your goal is to now look for That'll be Dakota. the first question. Absolutely. Where are you from? <laughs> yeah. So you're from California? We get people from there all the time. Never mind. You're out. You're out. You're out. 
Do you know anybody from the Dakotas? Yes. Them our way. <laughs> well, that's awesome. I always, I always think it's neat. You know, you, you're bringing in, they're here for relatively short time, but you do, you run a season with interns. Yeah. You know, I think that's pretty cool. Obviously you have full-time staff too, but right. you know, it's a, it's a small batch over there to do what I consider kind of a big deal. So the best way, you know, people really don't know, obviously you guys do, I've had interaction with you guys in different ways, but you know what we do when I, the other, a couple months ago, I said to somebody, it's basically like planning 70 weddings. <laughs> and that was probably the best way that kind of their eyes finally lit up and said, no, now I kind of yeah. understand what goes on. Because you really, every event is most important. And you mentioned, you know, kids, if you have your birthday party out there, that it's is the most one important birthday party thing. for them that That's year. it. That's yes. it. That, that is the most, whether it's a Tuesday or a Friday or whatever it is, that is it for you, which is, is fine. But, you, you know, you, we have to take it that way, treat it that way as well. So it's interesting for each, yeah. each game and having new people every year. And luckily we do have a good base um, that we've had for a little while. Yeah. Well, the, I know um, I'll be working a couple of games coming up soon with the uh, nonprofit groups because you let charity groups or, or churches or school groups, whatever yep. it may be, Get to come in and work in a concession stand, which is always a good time. It's hot, but it's, it's a good hot. time. Um, people really enjoy working the fries and the hamburgers and stuff. <laughs> um, and you can make some decent money. Absolutely. You get a cut of it. You get yep. a cut of the concessions that night, which That's is right. easy peasy, you know? Yep. And then um, also, the I, I can vouch for the birthday parties. Um, my daughter's had one there, and it was just loved it. I mean, she was a five-year-old girl, you know, and it was she got to go up and announce a player, right? She got to throw out a oh, first cool. pitch. You know, got a party sitting down at the patio. Happy birthday it was awesome. on the dugout! Yeah, absolutely. It was really cool. Yeah, sang up, uh, sang with the people that had birthdays. Yep. And name up on the screen. I mean, it's a big deal for a really good good package. So it's, it's it's interesting. It's always, and you you know, certainly get all walks of life out there. I, you know, if which there's keeps anything, it, keeps it's, it lively. It's a good time for people watching at the ballpark. It, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Game watching, people watching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good time for everybody. So, I mean, I remember one time where people were leaving, you know, our folks usually try to stay at the gates and just thank people for coming. Yeah. And, you know, did you have a good time tonight? And one lady said... I have a great. I had a great time, and I hate baseball. Huh. We thought, well, there you go. Well, that, that that's perfect. You win. Yeah, you win. That, that's for a the win night. for us. Mm-hmm. So it is always a good time. We've got great staff. It's it's a lot of fun going out too. Absolutely, and it's one of the most economical times you'll have too. Absolutely, at a sporting event with the family. So yeah. you guys do a great job. Well, thank are, you. Are we tickets that. on sale now already? And- individual like ticket books and season tickets and suites and birthday parties and all that stuff is individual tickets will go on sale March seventeenth. Oh, coming up March seventeenth. It's actually a Saturday, St. Patty's Day. Everybody's probably knows that. We're uh, we have actually have an event at the ballpark that day. Free event. Be from 10 to 1. We'll have the bounce house up. Maybe people can get on the field depending on what, where, <laughs> yeah. where that. If there typically, is one. Typically, yeah, if there is one. Maybe they can get play in the sand. Yeah. So typically they can get on the field, but we'll do, uh, you know, just it's just a free event. Come be a great chance for people to come out and check out the video board yes. and all the renovations. And we still usually sell concessions at a discounted rate that day. And just a fun time to come out. It's kind of like just a free. welcome out, check it welcome out. Welcome out, right. You bring your kids. you got kids, they can go bounce house for free, carousel for free, speed pitch for free. Very cool. And just a you know, good activity and, and a lot of fun. Everybody come out and Excellent. enjoy it. Remind us again of opening day. 
April 12th. April 12th. Thursday, April 12th. Oh, you're starting off on a Thursday Thursday? Starting off right on a Thirsty Thursday. Look, Moose is going to buy his tickets online right now. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Are you thirsty? (laughs) Yes, yes. We are always thirsty on Street Circle Drive. That's right. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Mark, for being here. We really appreciate it. We've been talking for a while about getting you on here and... Seemed like appropriate timing with how much you have going on. So, well, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, Enjoy, absolutely. We look forward to all the fun stuff that's coming up, uh, specifically crawl moms. Hey, you know, if you're doing that big event on the um, St. Patrick's Day, I just suggest you don't try to change your name to Leprechauns or anything like that because oh, people on. people are on to you now. Crawl, it's crawl, crawlicons, lucky, lucky, lucky dads. Crawl. I don't know, lucky crawl, dads. Crawl, I like that. Lucky dads. Yeah. Maybe we'll, give, maybe we'll lucky dads and give out some free lucky charms. Yes. Yes. Like yes. Good times, Mark. Thanks know. for thanks again for being here. Now, hopefully you'll stick around because we do have some important event information that Moose is going to relay. And then we have an interesting restaurant review. I wouldn't miss it for anything. Wonderful. Nice. Moose, nice. take it away. So, you know, most listeners, we dabble in local politics and like to talk about things that are impacting our community and people that impact our community. Um, recently, uh, we lost, uh, Vernon Charlton, who is our, uh, or mine since I live in war two. Um, and he's, uh, and his replacement is the process is going through right now. And Wait a we have, do we all live in, I live in war two. You live in war two. We all live in war two. You don't Mark. Do you live in war two? No, don't you know. don't. Where is it? You don't live in Ward 2. No, I don't live in Ward 2. I think I live in 5. I live near the ballpark. Yes. Lenore Road. Yeah, so... Yeah, because you're close behind Holy Trinity. Is that Zagarolis? Is he 5? Yes. Yes. I think I'm in Zagarolis. We're all... The three hosts, we're all in Ward 2. So this is our ward. Right. Our our ward. Um, And to fill uh, Vern's uh, vacancy... uh, there's an application process that has been going on, and eight people have filed and have been uh, approved for application. And we're going to kind of go through the, those folks right now and um, let you know who is running. Uh, the process is that these folks have applied, and the city council will be appointing them on Thursday. No, the Tuesday. interviews are on Thursday. Appointing on Tuesday. Appointing on Tuesday. Okay, you had one uh, job, Moose. Come right. On. I don't. Right. Good so, gracious, you've even got a computer in front of you. I know, right? I'm just l- staring here, looking at Ryan Edwards right here, just staring at, staring back at me. Well, tell us. Speaking about of it. Uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan Edwards here is a. Um, He's involved in the PEF. He is the uh, co-owner of Southeastern Retirement Planners. Uh, while I'm uh, talking about all this, you can find all their biographies and all that good stuff on um, HickoryDailyRecord.com. And the article that I'm referencing right now uh, came out a few days ago. So I'm just going to kind of go through the list, and we can get back and talk about these folks as we uh, as we need to. But um, like I said, there's eight of them. Ryan Edwards, uh, Benita Ferretti, Lou Wetmore, who was previously ran for mayor against uh, Hank Guess, Ralph Griffith. Charlotte Williams, who is a professor at LR. So is Ralph, by the way. Nancy Meeks, Alan Finley, Cliff Moon, and that's it. So, yeah, a lot of these folks are have been in the Hickory 
political limelight for a while. Like I said, Lou ran against Hank and um, Will Locke. Uh, Cliff Moon is uh, a Democrat. He's been uh, in the uh, he's ran for office a few times. Um, I, I, I think there's a few front runners here, but. Who knows? Who, who knows how it's going to flesh out? It? Is this like a handicapping show? It could yeah. be. Are you giving odds? Yeah, stuff? we can. Are you giving odds? I've I've seen you at action on the tables, Mark. If you want to, if you we'll want to participate, you go right ahead. Here, we'll, we'll handicap. I'm it. not giving odds. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll give odds. The crawdads are neutral. The face you of the accept crawdads. all sponsors. Yes, as yeah. the face of the crawdads, we, we stick neutral. So I was hoping you guys. I was right. interested. Well, we'll give you. We'll give you our, um, our our odds. I'll give you my odds. I think Ryan's three to one. I think uh, uh, Benita Freire. She's a, a low dog. She's probably ten to one. Uh, Lou Wetmore, since he's in the political spectrum, I will give him a two and a half to one odds there. Uh, Ralph Griffith, uh, he is a you know he's a, he's a stalwart in the progressive community. Uh, we're going to give him four to one. Charlotte Williams ran school board has has had uh, been in political office before, correct? Yeah, she served on the school board. Six to one. We're going to give uh, Nancy Meeks here. We're going to give her a solid eight to one. Dark horse Alan Finley, best friend of our own Tarleton. We're going to give him a fifteen to one. Cliff Moon seven to one. Is that okay? I, I don't know. I don't know what just happened. Well, I'm, Mark, 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 Mark asked me to handicap him. None of this and is planned. So, back to your oh, planning. Guys, you well, can tell he's just throwing it off the top of his head. Yeah, that, that, there it is. Those are just numbers. I mean, just throwing them out there. You yeah. never know. And Mark? you got to remember the thing about Vegas. It doesn't. They don't predict who wins. They predict, they predict how to the get money. money they want on both even sides. money to come on both sides. So all that is What's based it take on to get is what money is going to come on both sides. Yeah. You know, where are the bets? And all based on. You know, different different factors play into it. You mentioned the political, how maybe some of them have been involved in politics, some of them haven't. How long maybe they've been in Hickory, how many people mm-hmm. they know, mm-hmm. what their other community involvement is. So all those things, he, 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 yeah, you can just, see it turn. Yeah, I mean, all I'm, those things factored in. I'm in like freaking Rain Man seconds. over here giving yeah. you odds on the spot. www.moosebook.com. That's right. Place your bets. <laughs> That's right. Wait, I mean, I did. I did okay, now, full disclosure. Entertainment purposes only. <laughs> full disclosure. What happened last time we went on a, a podcast and handicapped? How, how did that end up? Oh, are you talking about you and me? Yeah, me and you. In sports. Yeah. Uh, I picked. I picked better than even money, man. Yeah, you did. It was but. football, not hickory politics. People's same, lives that we're, that same, we're trying same. to get to come on the show. Later. Same, 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 same. <laughs> My goal is, um, and I, I think as McNally said earlier, we're going to put out the bat signal. We really are hoping for whoever the new alderman is for board two or to two, right? join us um, on Street Circle Drive after they take their seat. It's a great opportunity for anybody to be plugged into their city and their city's leadership. Uh, so this Thursday at 5 o'clock is an open session where they these candidates will be interviewed by the current sitting uh, Hickory Council or Council meeting, excuse me. They will be selecting uh, the new representative for War Two, who will carry out the remaining roughly year and a half uh, yes. before the next election for that seat. What I've read the article in the paper. What's the format of that interview? Do you know? No, I don't. You know what I mean? Do they all just sit there and they say, no. "All right, is it like battle rumble?" Are they all together? Here's your question, Moose. Here's your question. And they all sit there together. Are they bring them in one at a time and ask them all the same three questions. My, my assumption would be. You have to do one of two things. You either have to do random questions and set it up almost like a candidate forum where they're sitting next to each other. Right. 
and some everybody has to answer a question first, and then you just kind of roll around, or you bring them in separately because you can't do anything else without somebody being lot. absolutely prepared. Yeah, that's a lot. Of oh, it's, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of people that you know what that I mean. That's a up. lot that's, of people. To, if you do that's a why forum I think stance, a forum, they have to do it for them. Or I think I'd bring them in one at a time and say, ask all the same. Each person the same three questions or whatever right. it is. You should I mean, loan them the wrestling ring you bring out there at the crawl dads and let them just go. go. Royal Rumble for Ward 2 Absolutely. right there. Absolutely. Last one standing. <laughs> yep. Oh, I got to switch my handicap if we're doing that. <laughs> that changes things <laughs> yeah. a little it does. bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, th- I mean, that's a lot of people, which is it's nice great. to see because that's yeah. community involvement. That's people that want to be great. involved. And, um, it's a lot of people I, that are also interested in it, but might not want to run, actually exactly. raise money and run for office. Right. The first time is a great way. So all these people are engaged, and it's just a great it's a way great for them way to be involved to be and a test the walls. possible stepping stone, right? Um, I do have – i I'm excited to see some of the names on this list. Yeah, and right. so I think, I think uh, there are definitely some options, if you will. Like, you know, I don't – I don't hate everybody on the list. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I don't hate everybody on wow. the list. But, stick your neck out there, guys. Um, <laughs> the big uh, shoes to fill. Right. Now, Absolutely. Yeah. Vernon, Absolutely. Vernon was a great fellow and uh, did a lot of great things for our city. Um, however, I will say it. Um, I don't. I don't like the process. Um, I think the Ward 2 should be able to, to, to vote for their representation. And I know that's the well, way that will. it's set up. I know in, in 2019. Yeah. But that, that's when the actual a year and a half. Really that's time for that, though, is there? But is there? I mean, that's what I'm saying. How long? Because you'd have to raise there's time money and money. I mean, there's only there's only one. Okay, there there's only really one polling place. So like the logistics in Ward Two, I think, right? Well, where, you where do you? Yeah, you but can't you just have, do Ward Two because our city doesn't elect based on wards. Yeah, based on the whole city. Plus, you'd have to get your you have to give you time, for instance, to get your name out there, and yeah. you know all the stuff right. that goes into the process of getting elected. You know, because they'll start a and year because mm-hmm. it goes 2019, right? Right, yeah. 2019. In, in a year, well, but. In a year from now, they'll They're, start running. Well, filing what the, filing would be next at February, least, right? Yeah. yeah, next February. Less than 12 months, they'll already start running. Spring. So I don't yeah. think – well, I agree with you. I don't know if it's the best process, but I don't know if there is another way well, to, this is another to reason just why fill this gap. Yeah. We, we don't vote as wards. All these folks are in there. We all selected these people to serve in this office. If you can't select people that are going to lead this community, then that's – then, then we've got other problems yeah. beyond how yeah. this election takes place. I mean, right. we need to trust those people to take this leadership stance. If we don't, one, we need to show up to regular meetings, be involved. And two, like you said, all right, we've got a year to really figure this out. Yeah. Right. I think it's um, – I'm fine with the process considering it's filling a, a spot. You know, I mean, it's got to be done sooner and later. You don't want that seat sitting empty for too long. We, unfortunately, had to go through it with the mayor, um, you know, and we had an interim – there and so, um, you know, I, I like I said, I don't know if it's the best way or not, but I'm glad to see eight people going out for it um, to show that interest. And then hopefully in another year, you know, they, maybe they get a taste of it this time if they kind of see like, oh, I didn't get it, but I'm a little more invested now, and now right. I'm going to try for the real deal through an, a campaign, if you will, come next year. Uh, two questions. One, I wonder when the last time they had to fill two spots so, so in such a time. Yeah, such Probably a never. Time. And then I wonder what the actual format is. So say each um, – is it a public vote? Is each What if each council member votes for somebody different? I know. Oh, we yeah, were we just that. discussing yeah, we, that. Yeah, we were talking about that at lunch. Because um, that that's is interesting. Because we, we were wondering – You know, I mean, the interviews are Thursday, which and then the, the actual appointment is going to come on Tuesday. 
And so I was under the assumption that the voting happens on Tuesday as well, meaning each person like places their vote. I don't believe at the beginning of city council, they're going to be like, okay, over the weekend, we tallied the votes of all six of us. And here's your new council member. That's a closed session worthy. Right. I think it has to be public, right? But how do you, you're very limited in the things you go in a closed session board. It's contracts and personnel. Yeah. It's things within economic development right. reach. I don't think this is one of those things protected under closed session. So do you... Now, that I doesn't just, mean... I'm that, just the voting point is part yeah. of it. It doesn't I mean know. you don't it's sit there and talk individually about who you think and who you think yeah. and you manage it. You don't want to go out there as the mayor or any other candidate and say, all right, we've got five votes and there's five different choices. Right. Oh, now we got to do it again. You don't... That would not be the good look. Yeah. So you, you know, there'll be individual conversations over that four-day right. period. Right. Which I think, is interesting. Yeah, and that's fine, you know, because what I'm hoping is that out of the eight, there's going to be a couple of front runners that are the clear and obvious choice to a lot of the council members to where... Then you'll have dialogue. Exactly. Yes. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm hoping there's going to be a, this is our obvious top three or something like that. You know, Who they're knows? going to do it Thursday. Because it says appointed on Tuesday. That just means the person's basically going to get sworn in, right? That, mm, I don't know. I, I don't know. There's loose interpretation in that. Yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting. I don't know. That is very interesting. I mean, Moose was supposed to be reporting on this, so I haven't quite. <laughs> I just but Thursday's a great opportunity for people to, to to attend, to show up, to get involved and engage in the process and, and meet these folks. I mean, all these folks are obviously they care about the city and they've been yeah. involved in many other ways. So yeah. moderating it. I didn't see that either. No. Uh, I think moderation would be a loose. I, I, I'm sure it's between the mayor and the the attorney. Well, I was about to say, I bet a city employee sitting there saying, "All right, sir, you're it's your all, turn." Because all it is is timed. It's still, pretty. In- eight people. That, it's not like there's two people. Yeah. Eight people is a lot of. people. It's intriguing. Like it's pretty. I'm, I'm curious. Oh, I've been I want to know. Long city council and county commission meetings yeah. before. Yeah. yeah. This one could be one of them. Yeah. Interesting. He- well, what are the odds on it getting heated? <laughs> oh, they, like one to one. It's even money. It's even money right now. Especially if they all sit next. Yeah, if they're all, if they're all, if they're yeah. all in the same if room, if they come in one at a time. Obviously, no. But if they're all together and eight people trying to talk over each other, and and there's definitely some strong personalities on that list. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. I am too. We're going to have a new council member come Tuesday. Next time we have this show, we'll be able to report fully on what did go down and what Moose's predictions bring. That's right. Maybe there won't be so crazy. Where's the Thursday thing? Is it in the council chambers? Yes. Okay. So uh, Thursday, 5 o'clock, council chambers, the interviews. Right. Which I wonder if that's enough space. Uh, the, the, you, know, you, you figure you have eight people and they each bring a, their family and a few friends. Room will be full. And no, not to mention city yeah. employees and all that room will be filled up in no well, time. And I'll tell you that city council on Tuesday, March 6th, which is next Tuesday, um, is when they're obviously announcing uh, the new appointment, but that is also when all of the boards and commissions under the city are requesting their work plan approvals. So it will be it'll be full house. Yeah, I'm gonna be bring a sleeping bag, folks. It'll be a full house, full meeting. <laughs> right. Yeah. Clear our full full hearts. We can, gotta have it. Can settle all this yeah. with the wrestling ring. I'm telling you. So you guys are all in War Two, right? Yep. Where are your names? 
Silence. <laughs> the silence. We're going to have to cut that. <laughs> yep. That's there's a tough gig. I, there's I, a I part of you that would love to do it. I, I admire them, but that, that is absolutely a tough gig yeah. for all those folks. Because, I mean, yeah. I got no, no matter what you do, you're going to have people mad at I mean, there's and, no and pleasing honestly, everybody. Credit to the people for putting their, their name in that. They, absolutely. They, have, they, and the, they don't and know the full too. what's going to happen. But they know a little bit of what yeah, we're getting into. Yeah, anybody that runs for for offices, that's a tough gig. Moose has a history. We can't. He can't I got be, priors, man. I yeah, can't do that. Can't be brought up. <laughs> it, see, this would be perfect. Short turnaround. Then I have time to research that stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> I've already done my research on all these folks. I'm just kidding. I haven't. <laughs> you can tell. Well, it, it will be exciting, and hopefully, um, all those listening will get out and get involved in this as well. Whether you go watch it or support it or. Um, at least support whoever comes into office. So looking forward to that. That's right. And if you don't like it, you run. Isn't that right? Take that. Take that. Goodness. All right. Time has come. I've tried to stall a little bit, but I can't do it any longer. Oh, man. Here we go. We went on a restaurant review, as we do every show. And as most listeners know, this is our favorite thing in the world to do. One, we like to eat. Two, we love Hickory. And three, we love Hickory locally owned restaurants. Okay. So it's ideal. It's perfect. We've had amazing visits thus far. Yes. That's right. It. And we are getting ready to poo-poo all over this. No. Place. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to take that route, but let's just say that we had a unique experience today. It was crazy. It, some may call it crazy. 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 We... We attended the Crazy Grill. Attended? Mm-hmm. Like it was a, some sort of event. <laughs> it was an event. Yes. It was a unique event. It was a crazy time. Tell them about the Crazy Grill. Okay, so Crazy Grill is located, for every hickory nut out there that's listening, you will know this as the original Max's. Um, Max's Mexican Eatery Discover. That used to be the commercial <laughs> <on> TV. <laughs> when yes. I was, when I was growing up. Um Anyway, so true it used hickory to be directions. You got to name all the iterations <laughs> yeah. of restaurants it's been now. Go. It was Max's. It was sweet potatoes. It was roasted tater. It was Il Bambini for about three days, and now it is Crazy Grill. So, Arriba. A while back, several of us noticed online that if you followed Il Bambini Grill on Facebook, that the name of their page changed to Crazy Grill, and all these people, much like the crawl mom fashion, were going, wait, what's happening? What's going on? Is this a new restaurant? Is this new ownership? And there were just people saying, nope, new restaurant, new ownership. Okay, so that's, you know, that's almost like saying, no, we're going to be better than the three weeks that Il Bambini sat here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I was intrigued. Then I drove by one evening and they had repaved the parking lot. And I was like, heck Yeah. Repaving a parking lot. That's a good sign. Second night, I drive by. They're painting the building orange. I'm like, eh. Putting a little sweat equity into it. I get it. I get it. Granted, this is in the same building that we reviewed last, not uh, two times ago when we went to Center Street Eats. Yeah, it's in the same complex as Center Street Eats. Yeah, how long Also ago next was door that? to Dante's, which we've also reviewed. Yeah, so, you know, they're all in a little row right there. They it's are. right in the hot end of Vermont. So, I mean, it's. It's easily seen. All right. So they've got a new driveway, new parking lot, new paint color. And then the next night they put up neon lights. 
and it's pink and blue, and it says Crazy Grill on it. So if you just saw Crazy in the G part of Grill. It looks like, what does it look like? Looks crazy like girl. Girls. Yeah. <laughs> Bam. It does. It kind of looks like Crazy Girls, and it's got a neon. Like, the neon doesn't help. Which we we can't ding that too much, because guess what? We still chose to eat there today. We did. We did. I mean, let's be honest. You chose this spot today, but whatever. <laughs> so, so we goes. went to Crazy Grill. We get in there, and it is extremely Barren? sparse. Is that the word? It looks like they just opened. They did. Right. Okay. So there's really nothing on the wall. Um, One TV. Uh, there is a TV hanging up, which... Ding in my book, they're playing the Food Channel, and you never play the Food Network in a restaurant because you're looking at food that looks better than yours, no matter where you are. Okay. Um, so there were some wooden tables that I'm pretty sure are left over from Roasted Tater, um, the bench-style seats. Like picnic table. Yep. And then there were um, some regular restaurant tables, and it equaled up to about 12 tables total throughout the whole place. And that was it. There's nothing on the floor, nothing on the walls, nothing on the tables, no decor anywhere really right right okay um we tried our best to look around for a sanitation grade couldn't find it but we decided to move forward and press on then we opened up the menu and this is hickory's largest menu right it kept going okay most diverse menu i should say yeah that's probably the best way to describe it It was crazy it was crazy okay crazy uh, McNally, why don't you give us a rundown of that menu? You you were so intrigued by it, you took a photo. Yeah, but I couldn't get the whole day on menu in my photo. Because it was that crazy. So, But basically, I remember just sitting there and we talked about this. But it had sections for appetizers. Yes. Soups. Yes. Salads. Yes. Sandwiches. Yes. Um, vegetarian. Yes. Three items on the vegetarian menu. Burgers. Hot dogs. Pastas. Desserts and then specialties, which, if you read all the specialty items, was Mexican food, but they called it specialties. So, was it specialties? Specialties, yeah. yep. That was the menu. Yep. And I'm of the ilk, but just looking at this, and I said, if you try to be everything to everyone, it's a hard road to hoe. Absolutely. So um, we were served chips and salsa when we sat down. So yes. that would allude to Mexican. In in most oh, yeah. other cases here, and and then like I said, then we opened up the menu and it was like mm, hot dogs going. and Carolina burgers. Yeah, well, right? let me start right there. The, the the salsa was pretty good. I thought that, it was the it was the best thing I had. Second best thing for you had. Oh yeah, it was the second. We'll, best. I'll get to that later. Yeah, but we'll that was, you, that. you had something that yeah. definitely was. Better. So we typically try to order something different from each other. Like we try not to order all the same thing. Um, and get a little taste of the menu, which makes it difficult in this type of restaurant because the menu is so freaking big that it was you had to order multiple things. McNally got back on his train and ordered two meals. Well, I'm just here for the people. Meals. There was a lot of stuff. So I'm, see, you know, I'm trying to cover a little bit of the breadth, and I had to get from different categories. Mark, see, we've been doing this show for a while now, and McNally got in trouble with his wife because and one— my do- And my doctor. And his doctor, yes, which one, because his lunch bills were becoming incredibly large— and two, his doctor realized he was eating two meals every time he went out to lunch with us. So McNally thought he was doing it for the people when really he was not doing it for his heart. Yeah. And I need to and, be more selective with my friends. So January started <laughs> like New, New Year, New, New McNally. 
And and so today he kind of fell off the wagon a little bit. Uh-oh. But I got water. Well, he did get water. Um, Eat a all right. cow and get water. <laughs> yeah. It's like the guy supersize it, but I want a Diet Coke. <laughs> Give me that diet. Give me that diet. <laughs> About that diet life. That's right. All right, so Moose, what'd you order? I had off the, uh, off the specialty section of the menu, I had the Acapulco plate. Say that three times fast. Acapulco plate. Acapulco plate. Uh, it was uh, a piece of butterflied grilled chicken. Looked like it was hammered on the grill. Which with, you like. Which, is, which I like. Yeah. I like the the way that Mexican-style restaurants prepare their grilled chicken. They flatten it out. It's typically good. Um, it also came with rice and beans and sweet plantains. And I, I, I'm, I'm going to Pollyanna this thing. The... Sweet plantains were absolutely fantastic. They were great. They were the best thing we ate. Yes. Uh, the best thing I had. I thought the salsa was great. The chicken, rice, and beans were much to be desired. The chicken was quite dry. The rice tasted like it was scraped off the bottom of a pan, and the black beans came straight from a can. McNally, what did you have, bud? Wow, way to sell it. Um, so, well, what didn't I have? Um, I had a Cuban sandwich because one, I'm a I mean, I love some Cuban sandwiches if they're done well, so I figured this would be a good barometer for me to test it among other ones. Uh, I didn't have fries or anything with that, so I got a side of French onion soup. And then for my people, I got the Carolina hot dog. We were, not at, with, we were not at J&S, by the way, guys. Guess, it came no, with can chips. You, can you not, like, sample all these? and take, They have to-go boxes at all these places yeah. you eat, yeah, right? No, you've got to be able to report on the show. <laughs> I mean, that's you can eat some of all of it. You don't have to eat all of all of it. I didn't I'm eat. I didn't eat Moose's chicken. <laughs> He's a champion. I did, try his, I did try his plain. I did try his plantains though. I did try his plantains. They were good. They were. All, they were off chain. And so, so that's what I had. The, I guess the big thing was the the Cuban sandwich was. It wasn't bad. I didn't have anything that was bad. I didn't have anything that I would crave and seek out the next time. The hot dog was good, but it was basically you know it's a hot dog. The chili and the slaw and it was good. And it did not take me long to eat the hot dog. It was it was good. Yeah. I mean, pub chips are pub chips. It's kind of hard to mess that up. The what was the other? the Cuban, Cuban sandwich? Yeah. Okay. It just seemed like something I could make at home. And a lot of restaurants, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but it seemed like something that you could get from a sandwich shop. And to me, if you're going to offer sandwiches at a sit-down restaurant, they needed a little more of a here again large menu. It's hard to have specialties and really own something. I think the Cuban sandwich could have, but they really piecemealed some of it and put it together. Um, again, it was good, but it's nothing I'm gonna seek out again. The French onion soup was good. They actually melted the cheese on it. Good. You know, overall, we always do our scale. Should I bust it out? Yeah, go ahead and bust it. I, I'd give it a. I oh man, four and a half out of ten. But part of that is they've it's they probably needed a soft opening. They probably need to work it out from staff and everything. They want to do well. The first thing I would tell them, honestly, is cut the menu in half. Find out what you do well and do it better. May Margaret. I went to the far right side of the menu and went to the pasta section. I ordered penne oh excuse me, the build your own pasta. I got penne pasta. Alfredo sauce, and I added mushrooms. Big bowl came out of pasta that was cooked all the way through, and beautiful grilled mushrooms on top, sauteed mushrooms. And those, the mushrooms were fantastic. The 
pasta and sauce was was noodles and sauce. It was not. Um, Charlotte could make it. My children do make it actually. Um, they enjoy that very much. So I also ordered a cup of the chicken noodle soup because they had two soups on uh, special. It was chicken noodle or French onion. And by special, they mean that's all we have today. Um, and the chicken noodle soup, the broth was really good, and it had carrots and celery in it. And then it had tofu-like noodles, which were so thick, and they were rather gummy as I ate those. So I ate none of the noodles after my first one. Um, but the broth was good. Um, and I had water. What would you give it if we're rating me, Margaret? Well, my food yeah. is fine. Fine? Fine. I mean, it was whatever. Right. But I really like to judge mine. My, I'm going to be rating today on some of the other things. One, I couldn't find a, a, a ratings, a yep. sanitary grade. Um, second is she didn't offer us dessert before she brought um, the receipt. She brought the receipt. It said thank you on it. She did not ask if we wanted dessert. I was curious about it because there was like four or five desserts listed. One of them was a fried churro and one was... Lemon meringue pie. Yeah. I mean, obviously. Clearly, that's what you you put on the crazy grill menu. Um, also, whenever I was checking out, they, like many places, utilize Square now to pay with your card. And that was great. But she watched over my shoulder as I, not over my shoulder, just clearly in front of me. She watched as I was to select the tip. And I just, that just turns me off of any restaurant. As, as McNally said, when we walked out the door, that was a rookie move. And it was, it was, it was frustrating. I don't like seeing that. I give it a three out of 10. Well, folks, I hate to break it to you. Um, you know, we, we, we really do try to talk up places and make the best out of situations, but you know, it's it, it just wasn't there for me either. It's three and a half out of seven. Okay. You know, hopefully they if it's are. There in four months, I'll try it again and absolutely. see how they've improved. I will say that McNally and I, being that we have children, we both agreed that this is the ideal restaurant for kids. The, that with this menu, that is their window right there. I think. Definitely, they need some kids eat free night. Keep the same menu. Don't add a kids you could take menu. Ten kids and they'd all find something they'd eat, and they would all be different. You know, it would be, they had chicken tenders on there. They have pasta, they have burgers, they have hot dogs. Where can you go wrong with children in this menu? Plus the room was sparse enough. You can let your kids run around if you wanted yeah. to. It'd take 10 screaming kids for, it, to scream at me to would, make me go it back. Would, it would meet the kid and exceed the kid palate. Definitely. So there is definitely that. Um, if you are curious, again, Crazy Grill is located right next to Center Street Eats and Dante's on the uh, in the old Max's, um, right there on 127 in Vmont. We we hope they they make it. We hope they do better. I have we every hope they, business yeah, yeah. succeeds and learns. Yeah. Every business, and maybe they are just learning from this. But hopefully, they listen to this and learn from what we've suggested, and then and grow from it. I've got a sneaky feeling they're not listening to this. You know, who knows what those kitchen people listen to. You never know. You never know. Whatever. Moving on. Absolutely. All right. So that's it, guys. That's all we've got. That was a great jam-packed episode. Crawdads. Election. Crazy. Crazy. Grill. Crazy, crazy girls. Crazy girls. I mean, I can't even say it enough how crazy that was. So. Mark, thank you for being here. 
Thank you, guys. I enjoyed it. I, I hope you know what you're having for dinner tonight now. Oh. Uh, Maybe. Maybe. All right. So thanks again, everybody, for tuning in to Street Circle Drive, your Hickory-centric podcast featuring your favorite Hickory nuts, right? I know. I'm sorry. I totally. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So make sure you follow us on social media under themesh.tv. You can also find out more of the shows on The Mesh over at our website, themesh.tv. And if you have any questions or feedback, you want to let us know what you think, email us at info at themesh.tv, especially if you have a restaurant for us to review. If you feel confident enough about your restaurant, we are happy to come in and tell you what we think. So, until next time, say goodbye, boys. Goodbye, boys. Long hickory nuts. You've been listening to The Mesh an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.